Welcome to the Building Bilingual Families podcast, where we help families fulfill their dream of speaking two languages at home, in their communities, and abroad. Today, I'm with Julia Weatherby, who's a health technology professional in Austin, Texas, and also an amazing mother to her two-year-old son, Jasper. I'm super excited to have her as a part of the program. Welcome. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Well, Julia, obviously we know each other because you've been a part of the Family Language Exchange, but we also had the opportunity to meet personally on our bilingual bus tour um, in Austin, Texas, which was amazing. And it wasn't until recently that I learned a little bit about what sparked your interest in teaching your son a second language at a very young age age. And so I would just love to, you know, find out a little bit more about your background that way. Sure. Um, So when I was young, um, I started learning a second language in about second grade. Um, I was really fortunate because I was in a small school and one of the kids in my class, his parents um, were from Germany. And so they came in um, about once a week and taught us just really easy lessons in uh, German. So we learned how to say hi to each other, um, like just normal objects that you interact with every day. We learned um, the words for that. So it was great. Um, And then, uh, you know, my mom also uh, knew some German too, so she encouraged it as well. So she had, when she was in college, she had an an exchange program that she did um, in Austria. So she learned German very well because she was over there for a year. And so that was a big influence on me as well. Um, So um, I learned German in about second and third grade, I think it was. I don't think we did it much beyond that. And then um, I took it in high school for three years because it was an option. It just seemed natural. That's what I would do since I already knew some German. Um, and it was, it was a good experience. Um, we did have like one or two German exchange students and exchange students from Spain and Australia as well when I was a kid, which was a really good way to learn about different cultures. Um, and then, uh, in college I learned, uh, Spanish for a year, but I didn't really catch on to it that well. Like I, I learned it for what I had to do in class, but I just wasn't really excited about it at all. Um, and then uh, I went uh, to work and one of my first, well, maybe my second or third projects at work was um, with a German company. And eventually we went over to Germany. And while I was over there, um, you know, nobody else knew German as well as I did. And they kept like quizzing me on certain words or how to say certain things. And I would tell them sometimes if I knew it. And I realized the things that I learned when I was in second and third grade just came right out without even having to think. But the things that I learned a little bit later in high school, um, it was a little bit harder to get back to that level of speaking German. Um, but they were all quizzing me. They kept saying things like, oh, you studied before you came over here. And I said, no, I didn't. I should have. I should have been practicing and brushing up on my German, but I didn't. Um, and so it really brought home to me the point that when you learn as a younger child, um, it really does stick with you. I mean, it's it's great if you, I'm sure the fact that I did three years of German really, really, really helped. Absolutely. Um, but ha- being introduced to it as a young age and having a parent who was really excited about learning other languages, you know, made a really big difference. So obviously your spark came with the German language and having that inspiration, that modeling by your mother and other influential people in your life. But now you're teaching your son Spanish. So 
Tell me how that change occurred. When I found out I was pregnant, I was so excited about, I'm like, we're starting all over fresh with a new person. You know, we found out it was a boy and he's going to he's gonna learn German and I'm going to start out really early. Um, I went online and looked for books that were in German, uh, like board books and things like that. And I got a couple, but I didn't really get into it. And uh, I intended to, but I just didn't until a point that I realized, I was like, I want to do one more activity with him. And we signed up for um, a music class. And these music classes were, there were some that were in English and some that were in Spanish. And the ones in Spanish were rated so well. So I thought, well, okay, we're going here. So I thought, I know some Spanish, we'll do this. And I went to one class. And during that class, I realized, oh, duh. We're not learning German. We're in Texas. We're in Austin. A lot of people here speak Spanish. We're learning Spanish. And so that's the route that we took from then on. And yeah, we've just every single day we've done at least some little thing, either speaking in Spanish or working on learning new Spanish words. Yeah. What if you could be speaking Spanish with your kids every day? What if it became a natural way of life rather than another chore to ditch? Well, I have the perfect tool for you to make it happen. It's the Speak Spanish Everyday Guide, and it helps parents from beginners to native speakers infuse more of the language into their homes, creating an immersive environment where you improve your vocabulary right alongside your kids. In the Speak Spanish Everyday Guide, I reveal some of my secret ingredients to keep language learning super fun and motivating. We give you hacks to help your kids start speaking back more in their second tongue, and the guide is 100% free. Along with it, I give you four videos that will show you how to put the steps right into action. Get access to the guide in the link in the show notes or check it out at learnwithmelanguages.com. I just love that. I love that because you saw the opportunity that there is a need in your local community in which you could use Spanish and not to downplay any of the other languages because I feel like there's value in any second language learning. But our movement is all about being bridge builders. And so if you're in an area that has a higher concentration of people that you can build bridges with, with that second language, then that is awesome. And I, I want to learn more about what you've done with that in just a moment. But, you know, I think every parent looks at what you're doing. They come in with all this excitement. Maybe they even try for a couple months and then they can like hit different roadblocks or stop or give up. Can you tell me a little bit about maybe some of the challenges that you've had in this journey? Sure. Um, even as far back as college, when I took Spanish, um, I really struggled with it because for me, it was, um, I don't know, it was, it was a requirement in school. And so I did what I had to do. I tried to get as good grades as I could. Um, but I just, I, I just didn't get really into it. And I think part of the problem was I didn't build any connections with people that spoke Spanish. Um, I didn't practice speaking it with anybody in my community. Um, even the university that I went to here in Austin actually has a lot of native Spanish speakers. So there, I had no excuses. There were plenty of people that I could have been talking with. And uh, unfortunately, I just didn't get it. And um, so once class was over, um, I, I just... 
I didn't pick it up. I didn't continue using it. So I feel like I forgot much of what I learned in college until now. But um, yeah, I think another challenge is definitely sticking with it. Um, it's so easy to just not not do it because it takes work and effort and sometimes a little bit of research is sometimes maybe you need to read a little bit about what you're going to teach your child or do some translations and it's not easy but um, it definitely helps to have some kind of motivation to keep you going um, and like one thing is in the learn with me languages program we have a family that we talk to every week and that really motivates us to um, put into words in Spanish what we've been doing throughout the week or what we want to talk about. Um, so that keeps us motivated, you know, and we have little activities that we do as a family and that really keeps us going so that we're still learning and doing things um, in Spanish. And it, it hopefully has improved um, my child as well as my language abilities over time. Well, and it's incredible how you can learn with your child, isn't it? Like, obviously, you had more of a passion, more of a knowledge base in German, but that, you know, abilities and skills that you use learning German can be applied to Spanish. And now you're on the same playing field, right? You're learning right along with him. And I love that you said the key that you found was to stick to it, you needed connection with native speakers. Mm -hmm. And you found that in the family language exchange. Can you explain to me a little bit more, like what happens in your exchange? Um, you know, are you speaking with your other family? Is Jasper interacting? What does your exchange look like? Oh, definitely. Um, it, it depends on what our activities are, but yeah, we'll, um, we both take turns speaking English like English for a little while and Spanish for a little while. And, uh, yeah, Jasper, um, he's getting more and more involved as, you know, he's only two. So in the beginning, uh, exchanges, he would be maybe shy or just want to go off and play, but now he, he's, um, more engaged with what's going on in the screen. And sometimes we focus on an activity just on our side of the screen. And, but he sees that there's other people there as well. Um, it's really impressive to me how much he gets that, Hey, there's somebody over there on the screen and he'll show off a lot of times. He wants to show his new toys. Um, and he'll know the names of them in Spanish. So he's, he's really excited to do things like, counting to 10 in Spanish. It's just, it's fun to see both children really excited about what they've learned in the other language. They just love showing off for each other. It's great. I love that. I love that you're already seeing those sparks. You're seeing like those connections happening of the language and realizing like this boy can speak this. It's not just like something my mom is doing with me, but this is something that's helping me discover a new friend and connect with them. Now, what are some of the fun things that you do at home to learn? Because I love seeing your posts and what you share. You know, what are some of the things that Jasper loves using for his language learning? So we go out on walks and it's fun. One thing that kind of seems a little silly, but it's it, it's just grace for practice is when we see little animals like pets, like cats out in the neighborhood, we always talk to them in Spanish. And it is really helped because you can just start out really simple. Hola, gato. Como estas? Oh, bien, bien, bien también. You know, it just you start really basic and then you can, you know, sometimes I ask my son if he sees the cat, um, you know, where is the cat? And it's just great because you can talk with a cat and they don't judge you at all. And so you could experiment with new words and phrases that you know. And so that's been a fun way of just practicing the language just every time we go out for a walk. 
Um, some other things we've done is um, I'll translate a recipe that we want to make into Spanish and I'll read it to him in Spanish, the ingredients and, you know, the, the amount that we need in Spanish and uh, what we need to do with it, like mix it or pour or bake. And yeah, he, on his little play kitchen, he goes mezclar, he knows to mix things and he loves cooking. So it's very exciting. And then he gets something fun out of it at the end, like cookies or muffins or something like that, which he really loves. So he is There's absolutely that reward interested. that he gets There's for doing a reward. good job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we've even done cooking oh, during awesome. an exchange as well. So for you, do you feel like you've seen a lot of growth in your own Spanish as you've been teaching him? Like, what do you do to kind of help increase what you know to to help him? Yeah. Um, so there's a number of things that I do. Um, one thing that might seem silly is um, I play a video game, uh, Animal Crossing. It's, you know, very popular right now. And it's I play only in Spanish. So if I'm playing, it's in Spanish. And it's very... Uh, word intensive. And at first I was looking up every single phrase that is in, in there. And now it's starting to repeat things, but some of the words um, apply to, you know, our words that I use, but it's a lot of it. I are not, uh, I don't know, the, the phrases in, in it aren't as conversational as I am with my son. Um, but it definitely has helped. Like I, like the word for wall is, was difficult for me to remember. I'm like, pared, how am I ever going to remember that? Well, in Animal Crossing, you put things up on the wall all the time. <laughs> so now I remember that word very easily. Um, some other things, um, we check out books from the library. Even during the pandemic, we can still check books out. And so um, sometimes I get slightly more advanced books and try to read them. I actually found a bilingual book the other day that um, one page, you know, it's all text, but one page is in English and one page is in Spanish. And it was like Spanish folk tales. So I'm learning some of the cultural folktale history as well as um, it improves my language. It's really surprising to me how much I understand, but also just in context, reading some Spanish sentences, I can pick up new words as well. So those are some of the things that I've been doing. I love that. And and my kids actually have Animal Crossing on their wish list right now. And so maybe if I know that it will help them with their Spanish, they will have me convinced. <laughs> but you know, yes. I think a lot of that, it's, it's finding the interest of both your child and yourself, and then just seeing how you can switch it over into Spanish, right? Because mm -hmm. if you can do that, then you just make yourself more motivated because you're tying it to something that you love, you know? So, yes. Yeah. It's awesome. Now I think every parent is different and sometimes, you know, parents may think, Oh, she can do that. Look at what, well, you know, she has this bit background or, or she has this, but everyone has their own personal strengths. Could you maybe highlight a few of the things that you feel like are strengths you have that have helped you in teaching Jasper? Sure. I think um, one of my strengths is um, like determination. And I feel like, you know, as I think even before I was introduced to this program and, you know, the concept of being a build bridger, I really wanted to do that. Like I really wanted to talk to people that were native speaking Spanish um, folks that are in my community, um, people that I can work with and you know, do activities with and things like that. And so um, with my child, um, there's story times at the library and there's Spanish English story times. 
And I noticed that at my nearest branch, um, it was mainly English speaking families coming to learn some Spanish. And I really wanted to meet Spanish speaking people and, you know, kids that speak it natively um, just to build new connections with them and to get to know them and, and learn. Um, and so uh, we actually went to a couple different libraries to find more of those people. Um, and it was kind of funny because I finally was excited that in a different part of Austin where there tends to be more Spanish speakers, I finally found um kids and more parents that were speaking Spanish. And I really hit it off with this one woman who did not speak English at all. And so I, I thought, this is great. I'm going to try to learn Spanish to talk to her and she can work on her English to talk to me. This will be great. And um, over time, I realized that she's actually not a mom. She's the nanny for this child. So I felt a little bit frustrated that, you know, maybe Spanish speaking moms aren't able to take their kids to story time like um, you know, English speaking parents can. So I definitely, when the pandemic gets over, I want to work more on um, finding activities in the community, community where we find more Spanish speaking uh, families and get to know people locally better. You know, I, I love that um, you were seeking it out. You were being very intentional. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it, it does need to happen like that. It doesn't, always just fall into your lap that here's a native Spanish speaker who I can language exchange with, or I can help and they can help me in some way. Sometimes it takes some asking around, <laughs> you know, and right. sometimes it takes actually going to the places where those people are at. And, um, you know, many of the Spanish speaking people in our country, like all Americans, they're very busy, they're hardworking and things like that. And so it's really trying to find the times in which they're social and they're hanging out and you can do that too with them. So I'm sure when the pandemic gets wrapped up, you will be there. You will be building bridges and making those connections. Now, yeah. I would just love to touch on a little bit about maybe some of the experiences that you've had because of this pandemic that have given you the opportunity to use your Spanish. Do you have any of those? Well, one that I haven't I've had one opportunity that's really exciting to me and it's very, mo I guess, motivational for me to learn my Spanish well enough that I can do this is um, I lead a parenting group for new parents and uh, the organization that does it has, um, has it for English speaking families, but also Spanish speaking families. And I would love to be either a leader or a helper or something for the Spanish speaking ones. I just feel like my Spanish is not good enough to be a leader. I would miss so many parts of conversations and it would be, it would take away from the focus of the parents by me trying to learn Spanish while we're doing this. So, um, but it actually is a very strong motivator for me to learn Spanish well enough to speak and understand like 80 to 90% of what's going on. Um, but another opportunity that has come up because of the pandemic is um, you know, we have finally a vaccine against COVID-19 and there's so many people in my community who speak Spanish and want to get the vaccine. I actually, when I was able to get my shot, I brought, uh, I filled up my car because we were going um, far ways out of town to get the shot. And I brought two people that I knew from another family who they only spoke English. And it was, I felt good to bring them with me because at this county, um, they weren't really set up very well to handle Spanish-only speakers. So it was good that I was there to help navigate through that. It was really exciting that I had this opportunity to help. But it's also motivating and inspiring to me that 
you know, if I just learn Spanish even better than I know it now, I can be even a bigger help or, you know, be able to work with people more on whatever projects we do and things like that. And yeah, it, it's been good to do that. It's been nice meeting new people. I love that. Yeah. It's just such an inspiration that, you know, you not only recognize that there's native Spanish speakers in your community who need help, but you find ways to help them. You took them along with you. You helped guide them through the process. Other people were able to help as well. It's really what this movement is all about. And so um, I know you will continue to grow more and more in your Spanish and be an even better bridge builder than you already are. So that's awesome. Well, you know, some parents may be listening to you and they may say, wow, you know, this is a great idea, but like, how do I do it? What would be like the main takeaways that you would want listeners of this program to hear of how they can make a second language happen in their families? I feel like um, one of the things that's really important is to have like a purpose for learning. And so um, you're not going to be interested in learning another language if you don't have a reason to learn. So if, um, if you start meeting people that speak that language um, and you learn their culture, that's really going to make it a lot easier and more motivating to learn the language. It just, it almost comes naturally because you want to communicate with these people and learn more about them and they probably want to learn more about you. So that's one of the big things is um, actually meeting people can be very motivating. Um, and another good thing is with your kids, if they're really young, even if they don't speak yet, you know, we introduced Spanish to my son well before he was speaking. And that's a great time. Any time is a great time to work with your children on language. But if they're really young, it's even better. Like, it's just great. It's easier. I feel like they're they're in that mode of language learning and they pick things up and they're happy to repeat words that you want to say. Um, so there's no time that's too early for learning a language. I love that. And there really isn't, you know, some people might say, oh, I've missed the window or how do I even start? They're not even speaking back to you. But, you know, research shows it's all about input, input in both languages. And, you know, in one of our past podcasts, we even learned that, you know, the literacy skills that you learn in one language actually cross over to the other language. So, you know, by helping Jasper learn Spanish, you're actually helping in his future English and his other, you know, cognitive abilities that way. So it's just an awesome blessing that you're giving him. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This has been an amazing conversation, Julia. I really look forward to the day when we get to meet you again with the bilingual bus. I'm sure it will happen sometime soon. But um, please join us next week for our next episode of the Building Bilingual Families podcast. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, my friends, for joining us on the Building Bilingual Families podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe. I produce videos every week, including this podcast. You don't want to miss out on an episode. And if you'd like to check out our family language exchange program, enrollment's going to be opening soon, but there are a limited number of spots. Apply at familylanguageexchange.com. We want your family to start speaking Spanish more and building bridges. That's familylanguageexchange.com or check out the links in the show notes.